G'day everybody, you know who it is, it's that time of the weekend, it's the best time of your week when you push the play button and you get to hear the dulcet tones of the great man, Jamie Wallace and the co-host with the most, his co-host tonight, Chris Pepper to take you through a massive round 17 of AFL football, great to have everybody here, whether you're watching us live on Facebook, whether you're listening to us Via your podcast app, Spotify, iTunes, you name it, you're getting the number one AFL podcast, not affiliated with any club. You name it, I'll say it. Thank you for joining us. It was a huge weekend of football. And to discuss it, it's simply this. You know, Batman had Robin. Like we said last week, Dirk Diggler had Rollerboy. Well, Tango has cash. I'm Tango, J-Dog to Jamie Wallace. He's cash. Mate, can I say one thing? What an epic week of football that could have potentially shaped everything going forward towards the finals. I'm just here so I don't get fined. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, everybody. If you don't know what happened last week, uh, Melbourne played Fremantle. Actually, no, they didn't. They played the Port Adelaide (laughs) in the Tumpus Roden Watts Cup. And if you're not too sure of the result, it was the Melbourne Football Club taking out the win. And based on the look of Jamie's face throughout the game, and as we record this right now, he's not a very happy chappy, and I can understand. Peps. One team turned up to play and the other one did. But I am happy. We're all about the mental welfare. We're all about you know, checking in, looking after our mates and seeing if you're okay. And that's, um, that's what it's all about. I'm looking forward to a couple of our dickheads who are going to join us in our chat just laying into me already. Like, I already know it's coming. I know it's coming. I went out strong with a prediction on Thursday we're going to win, knowing that that wasn't going to happen, and I'm waiting for it. Okay, so how about we do this? Look, we've got so much to get through, so many topics to discuss. Let's get straight into it. Before we do, once again, if you're looking to get a new footy, it is cold. It doesn't matter. You've got hallways, haven't you? You've got pagolas or entertainment. Have a kick out there. Quick hands, quick hands. Go to sharon.com.au. Pick yourself up a new footy. Throw lace out in the checkout. Get 30% off, and you'll thank us later. On the right. way home, on the on the swing, way home, swing swing by the MacPack store, get yourself a puffer jacket. That's not endorsed by Pips and I, but hey, I like the product. I'm gonna I'm gonna promote it. Awesome. That's and while you're at it, go to the Thirsty Camel, pick up some Canadian there club drink responsibly. That's what I celebrated a great win on Thursday night with. Um, <laughs> and you know what, Jamie, it's already happened. Jazz Ruboy Chatsy. How funny is it, right? So Ruboy, haven't seen him for weeks. North win. Hello, first on. He said Port lost all good. Can't ask for much more than that. That's the type of community we have here at Lace Out. But, buddy boy, where do you want to begin? Where do you want to start? Should we start with the ladder? Should we start with around the grounds? Where do you want to go from this one, mate? Let's go with the ladder first. All right. Let's have a look at the ladder for after round 17. And ho, 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 top of – sorry. <laughs> oh, the air got a bit thin again up there at the top of the ladder again for the D's on 52. One game clear of the Western Bulldogs after their capitulation against the Sydney Oof. Swans. Going uh, to 48 points, exactly the same with the Geelong Cats. Now, sitting underneath there, it's three teams fighting for that fourth spot. Is it going to be the Brisbane Lions or is it Porth, who both had pretty shocking losses on the weekend, I must say? Thank Sydney you. Swans, are they the sleeper? For this year. No. We'll have a chat about that. <laughs> Fremantle and West Coast Eagles. We'll get to them in a moment as well. Rounding out the eight. Outside, I'll tell you what, they cannot be called shit Kilda after what they've rolled out the last couple of weeks. And I'll get into that because someone might be getting some votes. They're sitting on 32 points, but they've got a massive, probably a couple games difference on percentage. And they're going to have to make it up in the next couple of weeks. I don't know how they're going to do it. GWS lost again. Crikey, every time that they take a step forward, they go one step back. What the hell are they thinking? You've also yeah. then got uh, Essendon, you know, had a pretty tough kill against Adelaide. Richmond, how good is it? Richmond going to 12th. Oh, oh bring back the 90s. Great. Bring back, was Richmond, Richard it's been was good, running around. And it's been Bonnie a good three and, weeks. Oh, it's been a tough three weeks, hasn't it? Oh. I actually said, some, I actually spoke to someone at work today. No. And they said, who do you follow? I said, yeah, I didn't. I said, who do you back for? I said, back from Melbourne. They yeah. go, oh, who do you back for? I said, oh, I don't want to talk about it. I said, oh, what's wrong? She said, oh, 
it's not that good. It's tough at the moment. And I just said, what are you talking about? Do you bear it for North or Hawthorne? She goes, no. So what do you bear it for Collingwood? She goes, no. So Carlton, it can't get much worse than that. She goes, no. Is it? She goes, oh, Richmond. And I just looked at her and gone, you're kidding, aren't you? You've <laughs> lost. And that, that's when you just walk out the room and go, you know what? Just be humble. Peps. All right. She's Getting probably Carlton, been- Gold Coast. The sprouts are back. They're coming. The Suns, they're pushing. I'll tell you what, they're only two games out of the eight right now and have a better percentage than St Kilda. You got Collingwood, you got Adelaide, you got Hawthorne, and you got the team. That is just setting it alight at the moment, North Melbourne. If you're not excited, they're on 14 points, but what they've rolled out probably in the last 10 weeks of footy, David Noble, you have got something special going on down there. That's the ladder for round 17. People on the chat right now, or if you're listening to that, drop us a message. What was the surprise over the weekend? J-Dog, do you see any changes to that final eight? Because honestly, nobody wants to keep a spot in the eight at the moment, and no one wants to keep a spot in the top four. No, it's um that was when you thought that after the Thursday night match of Port Adelaide Melbourne was done, you would have thought, ah, okay, teams are just gonna lock themselves in now. All smooth sailing. But wowee, Peps, wowee. What a week that has completely well, once again, I don't give praise to St. Kilda very often, but thank you, St. Kilda, for knocking over Brisbane. That that helped our top fours after oh, that our beautiful shit one display. It was beautiful to see that. Absolutely love it. Um, Peps, for me, top top eight. Um, no, I still think that the top eight has got some wiggle room. I think the uh, top five is pretty much locked in. Top five? I'll tell you what, the top three is locked in. Yeah. There's three teams shooting for that fourth spot, and I reckon there's about five teams shooting for the last couple of spots after that too. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. You know what? And you know when you said it's it's going to come? It's going to come. Well, here we go. Look at the St. Kilda supporters. Milne's back, opening himself on this one. Saints, the most informed team in the comp right now. Kiss my ass, Lions. <laughs> oh, we're going to get onto them in a moment. Uh, you're also bringing, oh, Jack Carrington-Jones. What about Fremantle kicking eight, not kicking eight eighteen? See what happens if you kick straight Fremantle? Things can happen towards you. Awesome to see. Um, oh, he's dropped another one. Saints to turn the power off early on Saturday night. Sunday morning headline, I'll call it now. Jeez, he's already going early, hasn't he? He's going early. Look, look. It's not no, even happen. the doggies. Look at the doggies. Too many injuries. They are a different team. You know what, Mossy? You're an absolute legend of a bloke, but I can tell you now, any team that has injuries, the fittest team wins the flag. That's how it's working at the moment. If you can keep your team fit, You've got a massive chance of winning the flag. And you have a look at the teams that are struggling at the moment. There are only a couple of people short. And a perfect example is St Kilda. You watch. They lose either Marshall or Riddle or just a couple of extras. They are in deep trouble again. But they are doing some great things at the moment. It's the greatest reality show in the world, AFL football. You can't beat it. We love our sport. It is good to be a football supporter right now. Pips. Yeah, buddy. Let's talk about Let's talk about the Port Adelaide Marvin game quickly. All right. Let's get through it quickly. Rightio, we, you start and then I'll just feed in the gaps because Whoa. we won, so oh. I can pick out the good bits. But where did it go wrong for your mob? Peps, furious is not a word that can even encapsulate what I was feeling on Thursday night. Melbourne are a better team than us. Hands down, Melbourne, way better team, way classier. I texted you from early on saying there's just class oozing out of Melbourne. Who impressed was- you the most for the Ds? Because we can go through the, you know, the 22, 23 for count. But it was who caught your eye to go, or what was it that caught your eye from an opposition to say, oh, geez, they've got something that I haven't seen for quite a while? Um, transition from um, forward center of the ball, like Clayton Oliver, Petrarca running through there. You had Bailey Fritch on one, and then you, you were just you were just running through. Like every clean possession you had looked like a millionaire's position versus Port Adelaide where – it was taking 40, 30 possessions to get a goal. You guys would just bang, bang, bang goal. Either let off the halfback by Lever or May. Um, and even Jaden Hunt did some amazing stuff. It, um, it, yeah. Remember the, in 2018, he sort of came of age coming off the halfback line, used to come off the back of the square, those sort of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or they've put him back and his confidence has grown. Yeah. I said the week before, he was trying to do something, trying to make something of a game where they couldn't and yeah. GWS. 
you throw a big crusty the clown vegan into the team. Straightens look it up. what happens. It just straightens everything up. He leads forward. It drags yeah. a hole of vortex for Petrarca to run into, Cosy yeah. to run into. It just makes life. They they went one week too late. That was the worst thing about it. They should have done it a week ago against the Giants. And what was the score? I think you guys scored like fifty from turnovers or something like that, or something. Oh, it was a ridiculous something. amount. It was just a ridiculous crazy amount. amount. Anyway, but the so, pressure early on, like yes. that was that, that was, was finals like. football. It, it was, was finals like that was the text going back. It was finals like football, mm-hmm. and. It was just like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? But this, yeah, it's just awesome at the moment. And they've they've all bought into the fact team first footy. Yeah. But the biggest acquisitions, having Uze there, having Choco Williams there to just bring yeah. some freshness to the place. We haven't won anything yet. It's 17 rounds. There's still six, still six they, to go and finals. They don't hand them uh, out in July, Peps. Pardon? They don't hand them out in they July. Don't, they don't hand them out in July, and that's why people are going. Lids, mate, lids still on. Lid has to be on. We can enjoy <laughs> it, but we've got to. It's Melbourne. If it was any other team, you go. Ah, oh, yeah, lids off. You're safe. It's hey, Melbourne. Peps, yeah, buddy. Two things. Two things. This, this, this tells you why. Well, uh, I've got Vossi here, right? But I could almost put in there a bit of Ken as well. Oh, Ken, Just somewhere else. Oh, okay, two Kenny. things. Why would you put Charlie Dixon, our 800-plus full forward, into a ruck role? That's one decision he's been doing through the season. Not only that, Peps, he doubled down and put in the only defender who was doing something back there, Aaliyah, Aaliyah, into the center ruck. And just for the last half of football, let's put our best defensive intercept marker into the forward line for half a game and completely take him out of the game for the whole second half. If that does not scream, dickhead, <laughs> I don't know what does. Well, you know what also screams dickhead um, is Carlton literally doing the same thing with Patrick Cripps. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Put a guy in who is literally on his last legs at the moment with the way his body is and we'll just throw him into the ruck. Just put the dude on ice. You're not going to make finals. Just get him re- – he, he's got to be sponsored by a Lastoplast or 3M or Scotch or whoever makes the tape because the amount of tape – he's got more sticky tape than Bruce Reed oh, holding him together. At the moment, yeah. oh. every joint has got tape on it. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Look, and I'm hearing it now. Mate, there is a lot of hate coming out for um, Big Dixon. Dixon is a spud from Big Buzz. Oh. Buzz is back again. That must mean Saints won. Saints win, Buzz is back. All right, there's a hey, lot look, of if Saints there's wins, a lot of thrash if, coming out. If we see Buzz every week, if Saints could a win, I'm happy with that result. I love I Buzz. Love, Buzz loves the show, and we love Buzz. It's even better when he comes back after a win. Oh god. Anyway, so that was my gripe. The other, the other gripe I had was um was was just 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 nothing. I'm just I'm done. I'm done with Kenny. You're just done with Kenny. Well, you know what I'm not done with? What? What done with that? All right. Can we just go straight into spinning the magnets? Oh. Because I think we need oh. to do this right off All the right. bat. I don't know if you've got – I know you've got yours ready. I've, I've got, got mine. mine ready. Okay. But I want to I want to just take us back a step. All right. Oh, sorry, Buzz, you've won three in a row. Well, that's good. You know, fantastic. Good work, Saints. <laughs> hey, Peps. Yep. How come Port Adelaide cannot replicate what the three bottom teams can do to Melbourne? Dickhead, Kenny. Um, look at that. <laughs> Just look at that. Look what they did. Oh, look. And I'm still, I'm, I'm still I'm, doing it. I'm, I'm going to get into this in a moment. It's going to be part of my votes because I spoke to one of my mates during the week after the doggies lost, and he said something about the top eight pretenders. Mm, Yes, are there too many pretenders in the top eight? And I'm going to incorporate that into my drag, if that's okay. So can we start with can we start with a bit of Ron? All right, we're going to start with a bit of Ron. Let's start with a bit of Ron, everybody. Okay, so one vote. Mm -hmm. Are you tipping? What a complete waste of time football tipping is. If anybody can walk out and say that they pick six on the weekend, it just purely goes to show that you've got no idea and you're probably the same person who gets the trifecta on Melbourne Cup Day every single year. I tip seven on the weekend. You get the quality on Melbourne Cup Day. I'm the best tipster in the country. Beaten by my kids. 
<laughs> and they didn't even tip anyone. <laughs> they didn't even pick anybody, and they, they got more winners than me. The kiss of death beat me. Oh. oh, it was an absolute pisser, though, when you see all the people who played their joker. If anybody knows when you play a joker in footy tipping, you get double. Oh. And they came out with scores of four, six. Sucked in. Sucked in. Sucked in. Sucked in. So I have no, no, um, no empathy for you all. Sucked in. Footy tipping sucks right now. Okay. Now, listen. <laughs> it doesn't get better. Good old Charlie Keegan. Christ on a bike if you pick six. You must be Nostra effing Damas. Charlie, you just keep coming back every week, my friend, because that's the absolute guns. If you, Oh, here's an interesting fact. The donk. Ross Barlett, if you picked all the away teams, you would have got eight. I think that's why my kids went well. They just got the away teams. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, good on you. Donk, he's coming back. He's a little bit little bit upset at the moment because Richmond aren't doing their well that well, only after, you know, winning three of the last four flags. They're going through a lull at the moment. All right. Two votes. Who's the biggest winger in the AFL? Uh, Bitchmond. Bitchmond, no. No. There's a bigger winger. There's a bigger winger in the AFL There's than the that. The biggest winger that whenever something goes wrong to his team, he has to have a sook. Mm. Can I give you an example? Max I'm in the Gorn. coach's box. I'm in the coach's box. <laughs> What's Chris Scott want, Peps? What does he oh, want? Chris Scott's come out this week and gone, the game is far too long. It's in the last season as well, didn't he? I was, no, it was um, Patrick Dangerfield. <laughs> no. Mossy's come out with <laughs> who whinges or Bombers supporters. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But – um. Chris Scott, whinging that the game is way too long. Well, hold on, Captain Stubing. If you're in charge of Dad's army, when you've got, what, 11 moving into 12 players over 30 years of age, obviously, obviously, you want the game to be shorter because it suits your team more. It's a game of attrition. It's a game of endurance. Don't hire people over 30, all right? Yeah, it worked last year because the games were shorter. None of us whinge. The only thing we want the want the game to go faster, if umpires just throw the ball up a little bit quicker, if they uh, throw the ball in and not actually wait for the ruckman to get there. Well, it's all well, these much- little nuances. If they just did it straight away, you'd knock off a couple of minutes a quarter and no one would care less. Well, how much, how much sure do they want it? Because technically they didn't turn up after halftime in the grand final last year. Oh, so how much sure do they want it? Do they want, do they want eight-minute quarters? Oh, they just want – no, they only want halves. <laughs> they don't want a second half of games because they don't turn up for them. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You just don't have a sook, champ. Like, seriously, we're sick of it. We're sick of it. All right? I didn't right. dominate for 377 games down at EK asking for shorter games. No, you I didn't. I ran them out, mate. I ran them out. You ran them out we on the bench. We all ran them out. On the bench. On the, but I still ran them out, Jamie, along the boundary. I ran them out with my teammates. It's amazing Italy. what a sip of beer can do over, over the fence for the last quarter. Oh, just throw me a Jimmy Cam, mate, at three-quarter time, and I'm anyone's. Right <laughs> Now, I've got to give three votes to these teams. Brisbane and the Doggies. Do you want to slot in, uh, like, do you want to lock in a top position or a top four spot? You had the perfect opportunity against teams on the weekend in games that were at literally your home deck or home state and you threw them away. Mm. But then you would take it one step further. Wet toast, Richmond, GWS, three teams that are fighting to keep their spot in the eight, and you blew it all. Wet toast. We're going to get into a minute. Oh, oh, that! If you weren't cheering home the kangaroos last night, you are not a football aficionado. It was sensational to see that bunch of arrogance who have been running around for weeks and doing nothing get beaten by a team that just wanted it more. Hey. Richmond. Didn't my boy put on a show last night? give up on Richmond nice. now. They're done. They're cooked, mate. Trade them all out. Cochin's done. Rewalt's done. Just get rid of them. Dusty's overrated. He shouldn't even be in the team of the team of the year, all Australian, my butt. And last but not least, GWS, you're useless, okay? Just when you go and beat a top team, you go and lose to my favourite second team being Gold Coast. It just nobody wants to slot in. Nobody wants to grab a hold in the eight. There's only a couple of teams that actually want it and take the, to take the opportunity to take it. It's a disgrace. You're letting your supporters down, but, Jesus, keeping the season interesting and keeping bringing us back every week. It is. So that's my drags for this week. Right. One to tipping, 
Two votes, Chris Scott. Three votes to those two teams. If you want a spot in the eight, grab it with both hands. I like it. God. Strong. Strong. Peps. Straight W's. Theme of the round. Oh, here we this go. Week, we this week. Yep. We've got ourselves the teams that are westerly of Footscray. I'm talking about the Wild West. I'm talking about all the teams in the western part from Victoria. So if you're looking at a map and Tasmania's at the bottom and you're going, there's Victoria, there's Footscray, every other team beyond that point has had an absolute mare over the weekend. Let's start with Adelaide. Ticking off their lowest score in AFL history, 22 points. And Scary, no forward, no text, oh, no, no forward. Tex, no Adelaide. No text, no Adelaide. Concerning, because you and I said that they were probably ahead of the curve in terms of where their rebuild was going, but that has just put them back uh, probably into where, I don't know, they're 16th now on the ladder. They started really well. They're now 16th on the ladder. That's yeah, unfortunate. I, yeah, it that- is unfortunate, but I, I think there, there's actually a team that won on the weekend that I think at the start of the year and after seven rounds, you would have gone, oh, this is, this is it. They've got no future. Okay. All right. I would say now that they're in a better position than Adelaide, which I never thought they would be. But based on what I saw, um, yeah. if you're, yep. yeah, and you know who I'm going to talk about. I do. Yeah. But we won't let that out of the bag just yet. No, 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 no. Don't you the burn. All right. Number two, Port Adelaide. What the, what the, what the, what the f? I'll, I'll put the explicit label on this one. Just say it, dickheads. <laughs> Just dickheads. What an opportunity to do something and you do nothing. And Zach Butters injured for another six weeks. Fuck. Terrible night. Anyway, oh, who was that? Anyway, who got injured again? Zach Butters. Oh, he yeah, Butters. He got spreaded. Dersma's due back this week. It would have been a the the the, the what's it called? Clash of the Titans. We would have had Rosie Butters and Dersma back. Anyway, we can't have that. They can't have nice things put out of this year. All right, number three, West Coast. WTF? What was that? You get the lead, you've got momentum, you've got everything going for you, you've got the umpire's bias, you've got all your dickhead fans over there screaming from the things and it just you can't even touch a, a, a North umpire can't even get touched without getting ball called. It's wet, it's everything in your conditions and you absolutely choked up another home game. That would have made a massive difference to your season. I think that they're probably... I know, I'm not going to make a statement like that just yet. No, say it. Just say it. Say I, it. I, I think they're done, Peps. They're done. At one stage, they were down by 15. Yep. They were down by 15. Then they got it. Actually, they were, yeah, down by 15. Then they got it all back to be in front by 12. Yep. And then North went bang, bang, bang. Yep. Now, this is in front of a crowd that yells ball when anybody gets a, when anyone yells ball when they get a testicular exam. Or when somebody goes and takes a whiz at a urinal, that crowd yells ball. That's how biased they are. This is a crowd that yells ball when a seagull gets a chip. They're they're trigger happy. They're shocking. They are shocking. They're not as bad as Eston supporters, though, but they're bad. Uh, It was pretty good, though, seeing when they don't win and the kangaroo song came on. That was great. I loved that. Oh, that was beautiful. And look, you know what made it even sweeter? Yep. It was that they had all the talent on the park and the rain just brought the game down to who wanted it more. Yep. And the team that wanted it more, and that showed in the last 10 minutes of that game who wanted it more. I couldn't have been prouder of North. No, it was good. It was a good win. I won't get into them just yet because they might be getting some votes. Okay. All right, Peps. That's 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 our Barassi. That's our spin the back. All righty. Well, my friend, it is time for my vote. Have you knocked your microphone out? I can't hear you anymore. 
Anyone else here, Peps? Or just me? No. Has Peps gone silent? I think Peps has uh, got overly excited. He's blown a fuse on his own system. Chris, have we got you back? No. <laughs> Chris, don't go blaming the kids. You blame the kids every time. You've had that system in front of you now for like four years. Right now? Uh, yeah, we're good. Now we're good. Now we're good. keeps pulling it out because she's too busy talking to her friends. Uh, I'm not going to blame her. It just <laughs> we dropped a connection. Sorry, dudes. Sorry. All right. So what have we got? Three votes. All right. My three votes. Right I've got to go to the Saints. They've had three wins in a row, but two massive scalps over the last couple of weeks. We've got Richmond, and then they come out on the weekend and they decimated a Brisbane team. Now, I will say something. Eric Hipwood going down with an ACL was a massive one for Brisbane because they literally go to them go to him 25% of the time when they go into the forward 50, okay? It made it difficult. They had to change it all. It just turned uh, Danaher into the main forward. He doesn't play well as the main forward. And as you saw, it was a little bit like the Ds the week before where they had just Fritch and McDonald as the key targets. They needed that third to free it up a little bit, and they just got lost, and they just weren't able to kick a score. But I'll play. I'll play. That, I'll play. Yeah, what's that? I'll play for them if they need. Oh, they might as well play too short. Um, Ryder and Marshall, Okay. Sensational. This team is so much better when those two players play together. And also just some of the – Jack Steele, absolute oh. gun. Now, there's been a there's, there's been a bit of commentary going around, is he the best captain going around right now? That is a little bit questionable because there are a couple of captains who are playing some sensational footy at the moment and leading their teams, and I, I won't go into them. But the Bont probably goes all right. Gorney probably goes all right as well too. Selwood goes okay, and then you could leave it out to anybody else down there as well too, all right? But here's the thing with St. Kilda. I reckon what they should do is go and get a sticker put on all of their jumpers saying no diving because they don't have much depth. And <laughs> if you try and dive uh, at the St. Kilda end, because of the lack of depth, you could get hurt quite quickly, and we've seen that. If you only have to get a couple of injuries and – Back down the gurgler they go. But what they did on the weekend was sensational. This is what they should have been doing all year, okay? They should have been doing it all year, and they didn't. Can't cry over spilt milk because it's happened. But too bad, yeah. too sad. This is the St Kilda that they promised after winning a final last year. Isn't it interesting? St Kilda struggling to get a spot in the eight after winning a final. Doggies lose last year and then straight back up again. So it's nice to see them get some uh, exposure there. So that's first. Now, the second thing I uh, want to bring up, and now if everybody knows, if you don't know, I'll go into it, but Jamie and I on Thursday nights or Wednesday nights, depending on when the game is, we do a little segment, a little podcast called Tipped Out. It's our tips for the weekend. If you haven't listened to it, it's only about 20 minutes in length, but it's sensational because we go through our tips. And we do put our agates on the line every single week. And I just want to take you step uh, step back uh, by last week. And I said this talking about a certain team, about their chances on the weekend. If the Gold Coast from last week turn up, I reckon they'll do a number on the Giants. All right, this is my upset for the weekend. Suns to win this in a nail-biter. I said that on Tipped Out last week and wasn't the grand poobah wasn't Timberlake. You're right. Absolutely correct. You and it was on. in a narrow one as well too. GWS, I don't know what you want. You've got you've got the engine of a Ferrari, but you've got the performance of a Datsun 120Y. You're pathetic. They're worth a lot of the money. Giants, they're, they're I'll tell you a what, lot of money. Mate, I'll tell you what, the Suns, they're just, I just watch them and I just get excited by them because they've got Tuke Miller, if he's not in the All-Australian team this year, that's a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. He's got to be in there. He is a gun. Mm, and, okay. Oh, Jamie. Listen, okay. Okay. He'll, they, be in the squad. Uh, He'll be in the squad. No, no. He's got to be in there. At least put him on the bench. He's, okay. had a better year. he's had a better year than Dustin Martin, and Dustin Martin will get in. He's had a better year than Patrick Dangerfield. Dangerfield will get in. It's just the way it happens because he's a favorite. He yeah. should be in there. And he, I'm putting it now, put the other agates on the line. 
He'll probably poll, I reckon, in the top five, potentially in the Brownlow, if they can pinch another couple of wins. Because every time Gold Coast win, he gets votes. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely guaranteed. Right. So there's the first one. Mm-hmm. Now, the second one that I went to Paul into, and this is getting my three votes, I also said this in on the same night last week. If the Gold Coast from last week turn up, that's I not going to do a number on the Giants. That's the wrong well, one. This is my upset for the weekend. <laughs> Suns to win this in a nail-biter. Hold on. If the Gold Coast... <laughs> I've got the... I also said that the Kangaroos would beat West Coast. I said the Kangaroos would beat West Coast. Why didn't that work? Well, did anyway. You, did you literally just record the same thing on your button just twice? No, I transferred the wrong file across. But <laughs> I will say one thing, though. I will say one thing to celebrate how good North were magnificent. They were. Right? Um, for West Coast, you are the definition of stupidity, which mm-hmm. is doing the same thing again and again and again and expecting something different. Yeah. You keep the same players in the team every single week. It is dumb. It is stupid. You don't even swing the axe. And when you swing the axe, you go the low-hanging fruit. Chop out a big name. You have to cut some of these big names because they're not performing. Um, Simple I, as that. I like it. It was I 18th like versus 7th. What a win. Yeah. Mate, um, Nick Larkey, three goals. Cameron Zerha, oh. 10 score involvements. Oh. Jaden Stevenson, who's given the double digits, the double My birds. Son. Jamie's son, the double birds over to Collingwood. Isn't he sitting back going, <laughs> Absolutely loving it. 38 touches, 150 fantasy points. What about Cunnington? The hyphen, Davies Uniac. We've also got uh, Taron Thomas. What about Zeebel's punch in the last couple of minutes and the smile on his face to say, I am loving this team right now? Simkin. I like Can it. I also throw out some special love? No. To Todd Goldstein. He's oh. now officially has the record for AFL slash VFL hitouts, 8,502. He holds the record. David Noble, very, very well done. It was sensational. And there's only one thing and one thing, Jamie, we can do to celebrate the kangaroos, and it is simply this. Kanga, kanga, kanga. Roo, roo, roo. Kanga, kanga, kanga. Roo, roo, roo. Kanga. Roo. Kanga. Roo. Kangaroos. 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 Oh, you got to love them. Kangaroos supporters celebrate everything about the great game because, my God, it's it's just efforts like last night that make me love this game. Hey, Peps. God, you were great. Peps, there's only one thing that played harder than last night's uh, the Kangaroos team. Yep. Was Ben Cunnington's hair plugs. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they were on show. Good work, Cunners. Just I was looking work. for where to plug the mic in. Jeez. That was the only thing that wasn't plugged in that night. I'm I'm proud of him. You know what? He's he said no. I'm not going to go down the J the J Wall route. I'm just going to get hair plugs. I like it. Yep. He no. Yeah. He went yeah yeah. And I go nah nah. I like it. I like it. It's All right. It's, is it my good. turn? It's your turn. All right. Peps. Yes, mate. My theme. J Wall's theme for this one. Can you remind everyone? It's a bit, it's a bit of a lead in Peps because yep. that's our job. We like to use leading questions. Leading question is what premiership quarter? Sorry, what is the premiership quarter, Peps, in the AFL? That would be the third quarter, Jamie. That would be the third quarter. Okay. I'm going to say something here, and I don't want to get all David King on our listeners, Peps, but I'm going to drop some facts. Do it. Teams who kick a lot of goals in the last quarter win games. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got that? Is that a clear? Are you clear with that, Peps? I'm clear with that. Good. All right. So just because you're leading in the third quarter does not mean you're safe. The Gold Coast from last. <laughs> Stop playing with the buttons. I'm not. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to just get it back to normal. It's just gone now. Anyway, St Kilda, we're down in the third quarter, and you're thinking, oh, here we go. No, no, no. Not on. Not on the watch of Marshall and Ryder. They said, I'm going to turn this around. And they turned it around, Peps. They've got to play two Ruckman. They've got to play two Ruckman. Fourth quarter. Oh, they just give them the first touch. Fourth quarter is the new premiership quarter, Peps. I'm going to make it a slogan. Make Vossi coach again. Fourth quarter, premiership quarter. Peps, North Melbourne went down in the third. 
They went down in the fourth. But tell you what, that fourth quarter, premiership quarter, they got the lead back, they got momentum back, and they just buried West Coast. (laughs) And Peppy. I could could just do that all night. That's how good they were. Let's just go. One more, Peps. All right. The greatest of them all. Remind me again, what is the new premiership quarter, Peps? Third. No, it's fourth. the fourth. Good, because Collingwood slammed home seven goals in the last quarter to bury Richmond's season. One Good on you, Collingwood. Ball, 20 points up at three-quarter time. The Tigers were, but the Pies. Pies, hot pies. Oh, they were hot, and they, they were, hot. were all over it. Richmond didn't touch the ball in the last quarter. So... J-Dog, it's come yes. up a couple of times. You've mentioned it. It's coming up on the chat. Has, is 2021, even though it's so congested for teams trying to get into the eight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and teams that are in the eight, are there too many, excuse the term, I'll say it, are there too many shit teams in contention to make a final eight spot? It's a good like, question are they just saying. making yes. up the numbers? So even though it's close... Even if they make it, they're not going to do anything. Is, is that what we're experiencing at the moment? There's just not enough dominance at the top of the ladder. It's I know it's an even competition, but really, if you dig down on it, it isn't that even. Epps, let me share with you a story for our other podcast that we do, Burnout. What has been the number one team now for about seven seasons in a row? Um, you were, going to say, you were going to say the Mercedes team, weren't you? Yeah, That's exactly. what I was going to say. Lewis yeah. Hamilton, the, the Mercedes one. team, yep. and Bottas, yeah. Okay, now they are so far ahead of everyone else, it is not even funny. So the real battle comes in the midfield, and that's where it's been enjoyable. I am actually, I think Melbourne are a cut above the rest. I put that on the record. I'm actually enjoying a bit of the mid-table battle here, Peps. Oh, I'm enjoying it. Wrong, but the difference is, Jamie, there's no, like, the midfield teams then have to go into a final series against... Mercedes. That's where I'm yeah. saying is, is that you're going to have teams play finals and potentially maybe the first week of finals might be close between those teams, but then they could get the blowouts. They could. And they could end up with another example of Melbourne 2016, or 2018, turning up to West Coast and not even click, kicking a goal in the first half. Yeah, that's pretty good. Day. There's the potential for these type of games. I'm, I'm just, there's just a bit of a I'm sense. Not. I'm not worried. I think there is. I think there's only literally four teams in the in the premiership race at the moment. Nope, because I think the Bullies can beat you. I think that we can beat the Bulldogs. I think that Brisbane could beat you. I think that Geelong could beat you. I think that Geelong could get beaten by the Swans. So you, all right, so let's go, let's go through it really quickly. And right. what we'll do is I'll get the people on the chat to put their response in at the moment. All right. Tell me if these, these teams have a genuine, genuine chance of winning the flag. All right? Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Western Bulldogs. Yes. Geelong. Absolutely. Port Adelaide. Not likely. Okay. So, all right. Brisbane, with Hipwood being out now. I'd have to see you next week. Sydney. Yes. Okay. And anyone else after that will forget about. So there's five teams. Yeah, I'm still expecting Sydney to drop. To drop a little bit. Yeah, okay. I just think you can't have that many kids running around. It's going to get a bit tougher. And plus they've got the hub life as well too. They may not be mm-hmm. getting back to Sydney. So I reckon that might take oh. a bit of a mental toll. Cross, it's bad there. Yes, okay. We saw with the doggies not having um, Sydney not having Norton down there makes a massive dent. Bruce can't handle it just being all by himself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Port struggled. Oh. Melbourne haven't played two forwards. They've struggled. And Geelong at times this year don't even look like they're, they're in, in, in the race as well too. They can be held back. But then you've been, so you've been still, beaten by the bottom yeah, but, eight, the bottom 16. Yeah, but that's what happens when you play those lower teams. You're going to get pulled down to their level. It, it happens. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you've played hockey – Everybody's played sport. When you play a worse opponent, yeah, you get dragged down. Unless you're the, you get dragged down. It just happens, right? You have an yeah. off week. That's happens, it. On, happens on the podcast with me. Um, 
The Peps, I, I, I do agree. I do think that Melbourne is a cut above the rest. I think that Western Bulldogs are probably the closest one to you. But I still think that both of your teams or both your team and Western Bulldogs are completely beatable. Oh, no doubt. Then that's what I'm saying. I think we are that's, completely beatable. That's they, why, that's I'm, why I'm not getting too excited. I just want to yeah. get a top four and then we'll be happy from there, okay? Tell me a season where it hasn't been one team who was just like torching the rest at, at one point where you're like, oh, this, this is over. It's happened every year. Last year. Well, last year was a bit different. Last year was different. Port was last on Last year top. was different. Yep. But they were sniffing around. The same team was sniffing around. Geelong, Richmond, they were sniffing around. Yeah. The year before was... Ooh, the year before, Richmond lost it to Mason Cox. Was that last year? No, the year before. Was the year before that, was it? 2018, sorry, 2018. Apologies. 2018. That was the okay. West Coast. That was the West Coast versus beating Collingwood after yep. a 34.5 lead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, got beaten by Mason Cox. Um, uh-huh. But they were the best team that year. Yep. And then West Coast happened to make a grand final. So I think the theory behind it is if you make the grand the hardest game to win is the prelim. Oh, yeah. And when you get there, anything can happen grand final though. It just has to be an injury. Buddy goes down in the first contest of the year in 2016, does his ankle, virtually doesn't play, and the doggies get across the line. They played out of their skins. Mm-hmm. The umpires wanted them to win. But you watch what comes through on the chat now. But, yeah, you're right though. Hawthorne were dominant throughout their time. Collingwood were dominant throughout their time. Geelong were dominant. This is, this is the first year I see a team that hasn't really stood out to be dominant Throughout. Oh, so you're Team J-Wall now? That it's great seeing so open and, and it's not shit? Yeah, I just think that at the top, it's okay. But in the mid, that's it's they're just going to get caught out. I just think there's too many pretenders. From the regular season perspective, who's going to get the final spots in the eight? Yes. But then once the eight happens, I think they're just going to be too far out of the day. You watch it. We're going to get – Kenny Hinkley's going to get the boys humming. Yep. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to come hard. Yeah, we're going to come hard. We're going to sign him up for 10 more years. Mate, put the tarps back. Put the tarps back. (laughs) All righty. Okay, so now that we've got that, it's time to splash a bit of cash. So just a bit of contract news as we like to. Yeah, I like to um, just go a bit of the uh, contract news. And so Joel Joel Selwood has signed for another year, which is awesome to see. So good to that. Tommy Libba has – he's almost – had a resurgence, hasn't he, this year? Oh, he has. He has had a resurgence another two years. Another um, two years. I still think yes. it's going to ramp up over the next couple of weeks. I know yes. that there's been some sign-ups at Adelaide. So they've signed up Matt Crouch, Talia, and Tom. Yep. All right. Yep. Okay. So they've got fresh contracts for them. Outside of that, it's been a bit of a lull after the last few weeks with Petrarca and Merritt and a few other bits and pieces too. So mm. we'll just see as time, as teams start to fall off the perch, get putting their players in for surgery, not tanking, but strategically no. getting them ready for the end of the year. We'll see what happens from that perspective. But um, more contract news. And when we have it, splash the cash, we'll have it. Um, um, hey, Nick, Nick from the, uh, the podcast over there, Portraits Podcast, has made a great point. You never know, finals run is is different, okay? But And Fondle's form is different to um, form, but I just think whoever – I can't see a team outside of the top four winning it this year, where previously hey. you, you, you might have – they're a little bit even. I just think there's too much of a gap between the top four and – yeah. Can you imagine if Narco – Ross Bar- – uh, can you put Ross Bartlett's comment out, please, Pips? Yeah. Please, that's not going to happen. No. They can't. They can't. Well, Cochin is going to retire at the end of the year. He's not going to retire. And he's having a lean year. He's having a lean year. He's cooked, mate. The game's past him. Oh, don't be like right. that. You don't, you don't know when he starts. The game has gone past him, just like when he ran past the ball and took out Sheila in the prelim. Um, <laughs> Rewald's done. You're not going to play him again. Open up the cash and bring in another big fish. I think Richmond need to start moving on a few of these and start to, to refresh because – you know, has the team they've got at the moment going to take them to another flag? I don't think so. Hey, Peps. Okay. A year is a long time in football, Jamie. It is. Um, should Collingwood sign up Harvey to the full-time job after a rousing win like that? No. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. No. So Vossi's still on the run? Certainly. Vossi's yep. still a chance. Yep. Otherwise, they could do what Teague has done and what Reshore has done and we could keep going through all the – all the situations where the caretaker coaches had a bit of a honeymoon period, signed them on, asses fallen out of the next season. 
All right, who was this week's NAB riser, Peps? Wow, NAB riser. I reckon he would have the best hair at Essendon down at the hangar. I reckon he uses a bit of Pantene, maybe a little bit of VO5 hot oil. And we're talking about Archie Perkins. Career best game for him. Easily. Absolutely killed it against a menacing Adelaide on Friday night. Three goals, 18 disposals, 338 metres gained with Cox, with Jones. The Bombers are looking good and they are definitely on the right path. Yep. Very, very well done. Samson, we're getting the Perkinator. We're getting Archibald, Samson, Perkins. All the names are coming out for the great man. But well done, young man. I think that's their third one for the year. Great great to see. So um, can't ask for much more than the young players just having a crack, can you? No, you Teach the old ones. Uh, you know, with him and Darcy Parrish having career best seasons. Laverde has been amazing this year. Ridley's been going good. Mm-hmm. They've got something cooking, Bombers. I'm, like I said, I'm willing to put my hat up and say I got I got truck rutting wrong. I thought the ass would fall out of this club, but no. Um, <laughs> and they've still got a chance to make finals. You just never, never, never know. Yeah, yeah. All right, J-Dog, over to you, sir. What is your next piece of uh, discussion? Um, I suppose the only one for me is really around the Frio. And a player that you and I both really like from Frio, and that's Adam Serra. Hasn't committed to the club just yet um, and is out of contract at this season's end. So there is talk that Richmond and Eston are sniffing around, um, potentially looking to lure uh, him to their clubs. But how much do you pay him? And this is where... I know he's a young kid, but mm. you've got one or two options. You either stay and create a dynasty yeah, or you go for the cash. Now, we know the players who have gone for cash, Zach Williams, perfect example, but when they're throwing 850 grand, and that's apparently 800 to 850 a grand a year for Zach Williams. For halfback. For, for, you, you take that money and you run. You run like <laughs> the wind, Forrest. You get out of there because – Carlton is stupid for letting that one through. Yeah. So if Essendon or Richmond are going to offer him that, mate, take the money and run. Yeah. If they're stupid enough to give that to you, go for it. But that's what I'm saying. If Richmond are going to do that, they have to move some money on to, to release that. Peps, all right. Is this part of a wider problem that the AFL needs to look at? With these Victorian players heading to all corners of the of the map, yep. over in WA, which is a which is a big, it's a five hour flight or four hour flight, yep. or heading up to Gold Coast or wherever they are, and then getting a little bit um, a little bit homesick, or, or the call to Victoria comes up. Yep. Is there a bigger issue that the AFL need to start looking at for these sort of young players? Oh, yes, gambling, drugs. Mm-hmm. There's two for you. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're bigger. But what about to stop these clubs? Factors. What about this, to stop these clubs yeah, just see, losing losing their young talent? Yeah, but see, I don't see it that way, mate. For every one of those, you could say I could say a Matthew Pavlich, South Australia went over to the Dockers, entire career there. Nat yep. Fife over at Perth, he doesn't look like he's coming back. What about the Victorian? What about what about the Gold Coast Suns who have seemed to have lost? If you put their the twenty two players lost in the last few last ten years, yeah, decent lineup. I, I get that, mate. But there was reasons for that as well. They were shit, and when clubs are throwing money at them, I get that. Okay, mm-hmm. but they were compensated and they stuffed it up. Who was compensated? Okay. Well, the clubs get compensated for that, you know, draft picks, et cetera. They don't do anything with those draft picks. I'm just going to throw it out there. We can have a conversation about this another time, obviously. We'd, we'd go much bigger with this. But is it worth we start to maybe look at some of these clubs like the like the developing clubs who go back to um, like the Freers and the Gold Coast Suns and maybe chucking a little bit of extra money in their, in their caps to keep some of these young players from taking the, the money back in Victoria or the, the lure of a Richmond or the lure of an Essendon playing in front of Forty to fifty thousand each year, uh, each game. Okay. Uh, no, I think it's all ducks and drakes, mate. I think it all works out in the long run. I do. 
Um, I actually will take that back. I thought Nat Fife was Victorian. He's actually from Perth. So I take that one completely back. So I apologize for uh, misleading you there, listeners. Yep. But um, I think it's all ducks and drakes, mate. You're going to get people who want to go back to Perth. You want to have people who go back to Adelaide. It it, it all happens. I just think you need to create a culture where you want to play for the team and be part of a successful program. And I think think if you can do that, you've got a massive chance. And that's why it was great to see the Suns. Did you see the passion after the Suns won on the weekend? Like there's actual admiration in that group wanting to play for each other. Yes. Right? Now, the other thing which is kind of interesting is that if you have a look at the players that have come back from some of those clubs, thinking the grass is greener, it hasn't been greener for them. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Jager Mm -hmm. O'Meara went over to Hawthorne. He really didn't, hasn't really set it alight there. Okay. Uh, Jack Martin went over to Carlton. He really hasn't set it alight either. No. You've probably got um, Adam Saad. He went to Essendon. Like he set it alight but didn't get much success. Gone to Carlton, not going to get much success either. Now, for every Tom Lynch, you're going to get the other side. So, Prestia. Oh, three flags. Yeah, he's had a shocker. Same as Tom Lynch. (laughs) Don't worry about Tom Lynch. You go and listen to the, you go and have a listen to um, some of the Gold Coast stories about Tom Lynch and and how the players reacted to him when he wanted to leave. Let's just say that they were, uh, a lot of people were pushing the door behind him on the way out. Okay. And Tom Lynch is a bedwetter. Tommy Roker's back. Get on, Tommy. <laughs> Superstar. He's the one who's got all the goss on uh, Tommy Lynch as well too. But, no, I think it is all ducks and drakes. You've got to give a it's, – it's like if you go to a move to another company for a job, okay? Caddy's another one. Yeah, he got a, he got a bit of success, but another Steve, one that's – Stephen May. He's a cat. Yep, Stephen May, mind you, he had to learn the hard way. He came over to Melbourne, but he, he did his time there. Daniel Gorringe. <laughs> Daniel Gorringe. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he's pretty, he's pretty funny on the chat, he, Daniel Gorringe. He, he is a pretty funny bloke, I must admit too. But, yeah, there's there's plenty of people that you, you could look at and go, yes. And the same, look, you could say, look at the Gold Coast, same sort of thing. Tom Scully went for cash, ended up coming back, and where is he at Hawthorne? Now he's to retire. Mm. Okay, so, yeah, it's it happens. So be it. It's part of the game. Yep. You put your name When you put your name in for the um, – for the draft, you, you know that's the risk that you run. Mm. I, I just, I was just, it was just something. I was like, okay, all right. I was just with Adam Sarah. I thought he was the one that Frio would have gone. This is a kid that we could start to do something with. Yeah, maybe look at developing. Yeah, but look at Andrew Brayshaw. Perfect example. He's a Victorian boy. He's over there at the moment. Looks like he's going to stay. Yeah. Okay, so which is good. Right, OJ Dog. Have you got our listener question ready for this week? No, I don't. So, do you have anything at the moment? I'll just go through the last week's listener question. Keep yes, bringing that up. Yes, last please? week's listener question. Now. We are about to do last week's listener question. And uh, if you remember what it was, it happened to deal with who should be in the AFL Hall of Fame. That isn't. Now, I think a couple of people may not have completed a fair amount of research when it came to this because they were just dropping names left, right, and center. Uh, And some of the names that came out were... Came up a few times. Gary Ablett Senior, he's actually in the Hall of Fame. So that one's just that one's just a little bit different, okay? But some of the great ones that came out of it is um, – oh, here we go here. What do we got? What do we got? So Buzz said Gary Ablett Senior, but I believe he's already in there. Chris Mew from Hawthorne, John Peck, Gary Bacanara, Jeff Rains should also be in there. Um we don't understand how Chris Mew and Bucky are in there if Lenny Hayes gets in there. Then you get the smart asses start dropping names. Glenn Moss, oh, definitely Aaron Norton. Joel Michael, oh, Clive Waterhouse. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, you, you try and create a listener question which gathers a little bit of momentum, try to have a serious conversation about it. Um, someone even has said, uh, Hazim El Masri. We were talking about the AFL. Hall of Fame, not the did, NRL. Did so, did did Digby Morale get a run? Digby Morale did not get in there. Um, Brad Fox didn't get one in there. Uh, Alan Jarrett from the D's didn't get in there. Um, Daniel Gorringe, no. 
Um, yeah, so it was a bit – the Kappa. See, I think Warwick Kappa should be in there, okay, multiple Coleman winner. But the one I've always said is Severio Rocker. Out of the top 15 goal kickers in the AFL, 14 of them are in the AFL Hall of Fame. There's only one who isn't, and that is the big Severio Rocker. Okay. Hey, is it true that is it true that Gary Ablett Senior is not in the list? No, Gary Ablett. No, Gary Ablett Senior is in the Hall of Fame. He is in the Hall of Fame. Okay. I'm going to check it again. <laughs> <laughs> is he in there? What do you think? Want you to do a yes, in yes, it was. In 2005, he was brought into the AFL Hall of Fame. So okay. I reckon he should be elevated to a legend. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, but hey, and probably myself. Um, I'm not in the AFL Hall of Fame. Uh, definitely in the East Keeler Football Club Hall of Fame. I am a life member. I am an ex-president, 300 game player. You're Super president. Are you a president? Yeah, president for a year. I don't know why. All right. Really? So I think we might have to go back to the favourite. Uh, questions which is all about food and it is simply this what is your favorite fast food brand is it kfc is it mcdonald's do you like a bit of dirty bird do you like some nando's do you all like right. a bit of crispy whatever it is yep go for it j-dog brand and the go-to meal Ooh, if you want to get extra points, the go-to meal as well. Because right. KFC, you got the three-piece feed, or you're feeling a bit of a zinger. Oh, zinger. Or you're feeling a bit of a a bit of a bit of a wrap. What's what's the thing called? A wrap? What are they called again? It's been so Hip-hop. long since we've eaten KFC. No, the thing's called. What are they called? The wraps. The wraps. wraps. The zinger. Uh, no, not wrap. a zinger wrap. Come on, someone on the. I don't eat junk food. Oh. So let's move on to the last the last bit of the night. It's a simply this. It's it's a one week at a time. What is the it's, game that we're looking forward used, to this you week? You used to swing by Pizza Hut on the way home after work and grab yourself a little a little medium or large size barbecue meat lovers before you walked in the front door at your house. No, no, the Twister, the Twister. Rowan Rowan Look at them all coming up with the wrapper. We've got Row Row's come out with the with the Twister. Everybody everybody must stop a dirty bird on the way home from work because I know exactly what's on the menu there. I uh, know I actually used to go and get like Whopper meals when I was first going out with my wife, go and eat a Whopper meal and then go to the mother-in-law's for for dinner. Say, everyone, oh, sorry, everyone, always, everyone always does the uh, the, the Macca's drive through after a wedding because you, uh, you, know you know you're not going to fit at a wedding. Oh, I used to do it before footy training. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> All right, buddy. Which game are you looking forward to this week? Round 18 coming up. Once again, tipped out will get into a lot more of that uh, towards the end of the week. but. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the game this week that's, that, that's capturing your eyes is the one that you think, oh, I'm really looking forward to this one. Um, I am interested in oh, – I mean, I think I'm interested in the first game of the oh. – There's a couple of nice ones in there for different reasons again. The first two games of the round I'm interested in. Yeah, Fremantle at Optus versus the Cats. Yeah, super interesting. I reckon, that's- I, reckon, I reckon the Dockers are a big chance after what they showed last week. Yeah. Richmond, and- Richmond, Brisbane is very gettable at the moment. Yeah. So they could put a dint into their top four and also give Richmond a shot. The one that I'm looking forward to just from um, – I wonder what's going to happen here. Is GWS versus Sydney? Is Sydney going to continue on their winning ways? This is down in Ballarat. Yeah. So God. Awesome. <laughs> anything Go can happen there. But I will also say Battle of the Bridge in Ballarat. <laughs> um the Saints versus Port Adelaide. Will the Saints go on their winning way down at Marvel, their home game? Or will Port bounce back? Because potentially what happens if you lose this one? Big trouble. I think we fall out. Big trouble for you, isn't it? Big trouble for everybody. Oh no, we're still gonna okay. be fifth, but we're gonna be on the border of like that cluster that's sitting between eighth yep. and sixth. So it's either you're going to bring you back to the pack or you're going to split the crack and get a little bit higher as well too. So there's plenty of stories to come out of it. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, chairman of the VRC, distinguished guests, and the people from South Australia, that's our episode for tonight. That's it. Let's lace out. There's our round 17. Everybody on the chat, you have been sensational again. And, you know, I can't do this show without the great man, Jamie Wallace, he is the co-host. I tell you what, if you can get a co-host like this bloke, you can have your own podcast. It won't be as good as ours, but you can have a crack at it, and that's what life's all about. So Jamie Wallace, the J-Dog, the big man, my friend, 
Yes. How do you want your footy? I want it lace out, Peps. Ladies and gentlemen, so do I. And let's just go out with this big one. Have a great weekend. Kanga, kanga, kanga. Roo, roo, roo. Kanga, kanga, kanga. Roo, roo, roo. Everybody. Kanga. Roo. Kanga. Roo. Kangaroo. Come on, Jack. Kangaroo. 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 Have a good week, listeners. We'll see you next week. See you, listeners. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper, and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Ice out.